to hour two of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 where talk is fun. I got a little music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. This is kind of interesting. Remember we had the David Letterman bit on the People's Choice. Was it People's Choice, right? Yeah. And how he said, you know, they, they kind of blow you off if you don't come to the show. Yeah, they're, they're, you're dead to them all of a sudden. Right. Well, maybe that's not true anymore. Jelly Roll missed the People's Choice Awards. And I, I don't think they just kind of went past his category at all. Wow, nothing is working. Wow. 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 Um, but anyway... He missed the People's Choice Awards because he was doing something at a juvenile detention hall. Wow. To talk to the kids. Here he is talking about it. I think he posted this on his social. We won a People's Choice Award for the male country artist of the year. Voted by the fans, baby. Y'all have never let me down. Thank you. I'm sorry I wasn't there. Here's the truth. I'm actually standing in the juvenile courthouse right now. I just walked out of the juvenile facility. We partnered with the Beat of Life to bring a music program to the kids. This has been on my calendar for a long time. I promised these kids I was coming. I had to honor my word. I hate I wasn't there, but don't take me not being there as a sign of anything other than love and respect and me trying to do better for my community, baby. I mean, talk about a story where someone really turns their life around. And how powerful for him to be able to go back to these juvenile detention centers and to talk to the kids. Because, you know, if you get... Someone like me going in there, they're like, okay, look at this dweeb. But someone who's got face tats, was behind bars, right. and has made it out. And not just made it out and made money, right? but has made it out and turned his life around and the message of his life around. That's, that's impactful, I would yeah. imagine, for these, for these young men and women. So cool. I used to be so afraid of going to juvie when I was a kid. Oh, you mean like that was your deterrent, your fear? Yeah, I also remember really thinking that my brother, I was like, what if my brother would go to juvie? And then I would feel really scared for him in my thoughts of like, oh, he's not going to do well there. Wow, that's crazy. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I had similar thoughts as a kid, like all these fears. Like when I was little, I'd be like, I'm afraid to walk to school. I'm going to be afraid to walk to school when I'm in high school because I'm afraid I'm going to be abducted. Get kidnapped, yeah. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. There was an old lady, an old white haired lady in my town who we were all convinced was the kidnapper. This woman was in her 80s. And we were like, she's a kidnapper. I saw her one day as I was walking to the bus stop alone for a half day. So I was going up to the bus stop at noon and I saw her and I turned and ran back home. It was like, I can't go to school because I saw her. (laughs) She's like a wicked witch with an apple. Honestly, (laughs) this was kind of what she looked like. I'm not trying to shame her, but she had like a very just old lady, white hair, but she didn't look sinister, but we wrote the script of like, right. she's kidnapping kids. So then <laughs> my brother and I, sometime later, going door to door and selling candy bars to try to raise money for a fundraiser. Yep, yep, yep. Open the door. She's there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, 
this is how our story ends, I think. And then she said, oh, well, boys, come on in. Oh, no. And then we stepped foot inside of her kitchen. Stop. And friends, I'm here to tell you, she just wanted candy bars. Aww. Not our lives. That You know what? That is why... I I think every kid or every in every neighborhood you have a story like that. That's why I loved that movie so much, The Sandlot. Sure. Yep. Because it's about your imagination and how you the dog behind the the fence. Yes. Then they end up meeting James Earl Jones. Yes. Not too dissimilar to Home Alone. Right. The old man out there shoveling snow, and they're convinced that he buries the bodies in the salt. Yes. And then they meet him, and it turns out he's just a very nice person. Yes. Anyway, I know, man. good talk, man. Yeah, it was decent. All right. Do you like um, the song Hotel California? I like it. I don't love it. Okay. That song actually kind of scares me, or it did when I was younger. Hmm. Because you could check in any time, you know, you could check in any time you like, but you can never leave. You ever listen to the lyrics? Yeah. Yeah, I never, they never struck fear in me, though. I was a pretty imaginative and easy-to-frighten child. Huh. See, and to me, that song is like about a haunted hotel, when really it's just about California. Yeah. Okay, so Glenn Fry of the Eagles. Um, this might have been a long time ago. I think this was from Access Hollywood. He explained some of the terms in the classic song, and I just came across it this morning, and I thought it would be kind of fun to listen. Colitas is the top of the marijuana plant. The very tip is called Little Tails. That's Colitas. So it was our secret way of saying the guy was lighting up. She likes Rodeo Drive. She likes the nice things in life, the really nice things. We're prisoners of paradise. You know, I mean, how many Hollywood stars have tried to leave Hollywood only to leave and come back? Hmm. I'll go with that. You know, it's cool. got a um, a haunting kind of melody. Sure. And I think that's what scared me. Yeah. And it. some of the lyrics that I look at, like on a They're dark good. desert highway, it starts with up in the distance. I saw a shimmering light. See it? There, there she stood in the doorway. Yes. She's scary. She lit up a candle. There were voices down the corridor, and I heard them say, boom, ghosts. Yep. You know, I was somewhere yesterday, and last week we were talking about a person in this building who we thought, maybe they are a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) So listen, I'm out somewhere yesterday, and I was was the orthodontist, and uh, this woman comes over midway through and said, hey, can you explain who the ghost is? (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I said, yes, I can. This is never to be repeated. And then I told them the old Hubbard Broadcasting ghost story. I mean, I've only seen this person in hallways or stairwells. And I've only seen them in hallways or bathrooms. And I'm always alone. I've never seen them with someone else. Same. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. How about you, Mike? I just realized I've never seen them with anybody else either. Them yeah. With mm-hmm. anybody else either. Wow. Walking the halls of Hubbard. A ghost would never need to wash their hands because they don't have <laughs> skin and can't carry bacteria no matter what they've done. Right now it's just getting weird. All right. <laughs> so anyway. Now we have a couple options here. Okay. Let me say this very quickly. Okay. American Idol, watch the whole first episode. Oh. They 
really, it's a masterclass in storytelling. What really? they've done, they are so different than that show used to be. And for the second season premiere in a row, I was brought to tears. And I rarely cry at TV or movies. I wish I cried more. Is it like the package, the the backstory? Yeah, and they're they're going to new heights to surprise contestants. There was a guy who didn't want his mom to come last night or this weekend because he would be too nervous to perform in front of her. They they flew her out, and she came in after as he was trying to FaceTime her. Aww. Turn around, mom's there. Aww. And then they finish it with the story of a woman, a 25-year-old woman who was adopted and years ago, or more recently, learned about her birth family and learned that her birth mother, who has since passed away, was a singer. And so she's like, wow, this is where oh, some of this cool. gifting came from. Because she said her adoptive family doesn't have any musical talent. Wow. She said she's planning on meeting up with them um, soon and uh, not long after the audition. And American Idol flew her birth family in. It was her first time meeting oh her birth my family. God. But she had seen pictures of them, so she knew what they looked like. And so she opened the door. They're like, go go get your family. Bring them in here. We want to say hi. And then she opens the door and sees both of her families. And then she That's starts singing cool. a song that her her mother, who has passed away, used to sing right there for the first time in front of her grandmother. So grandma is hearing her daughter's song sung by her granddaughter. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. It was really well done. Do I need to watch this? You should watch it. Even just go and watch the final performance. Watch the final 10 minutes of the show. Okay. It's beautiful. All right. Will do. Uh, we can do pork-flavored coffee, or we can finally try to put to bed the limu-emu thing next. <laughs> what do you want to do? We have two oh, options. No. Limu. Emu. That's next. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for all your support. You got it. Love it. Speaking of support, uh, the community loves to support this business, Energy Savers Fireplaces. Uh, I was just reading a bunch of their reviews online. They've got all five-star reviews, you guys. Recommend hands down. This is coming from Brooke. Uh, I had Energy Savers install two fireplaces for me. I'm so happy with them. They are considerably less expensive than many other options as well. So that's just one of the reviews. But listen... If you've been dreaming of a fireplace, you are in luck because Energy Savers Fireplaces Winter st- uh, Sale is still going on. You could save up to $1,000 off on their in-stock sale and up to $600 off on their Hearthstone Wood Stove Sale. Plus, you can get a 30% tax credit up to $2,000 on select wood-burning stoves, inserts, and fireplaces. Your complete fireplace store, family-owned and operated since 1976. Energy Savers Fireplaces, located off Highway 36 in Oakdale. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hi, 
Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Our talk is fun. Now, look, Rocco's on his way in right now, so I'm going to stall for a moment. Okay. Um, he's on his way in because he sent us what he thinks is audio that will put our Limu Emu jingle debate to bed. Rest. Okay. In the meantime, tell you about a couple of things. Um, there is pork flavored coffee. Mm-hmm. Donna, if you've been looking for some pork in your cup of joe, it's available now. Starbucks, actually. No. Starbucks debuted this. Stop it. It's a pork-flavored latte uh, for the Lunar New Year. It's only in China. Okay. Uh, where they, they, they do eat... a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, aren't they eating dogs and cats over there? I, I think maybe, yeah. I think there's a, there's a market. Because a, were... a lot of rescue dogs that come from China were saved oh from the meat market. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So if you order a hot dog over there... It could, you gotta need to check. Probably. Oh my word! Pork flavored yeah. coffee doesn't sound so bad now. Where's Jing Lai? We need to talk to her. Jing Lai is our Chinese listener for, who listens from China, and uh, she no longer emails the show. Jing. Jing, if you're out there, send us an email. We need to know that you are well. Yeah. Okay. And we want to know about this dog stuff. Okay. Uh, so there's pork flavored coffee. They did it for the start of the Lunar New Year this month. Because eating meat means prosperity in the coming year. It's called the Abundant Year Savory Latte. Which sounds better. No, it sounds better than (laughs) pork coffee. Yeah, you're right. And if you're thinking like, oh, coffee and bacon aren't that weird together. That is not what it is. It's espresso and steamed milk mixed with a pork flavored sauce normally reserved for Chinese food. Then they top it with more pork sauce. And then they add a thin sliver of pork as a garnish. Excuse me, uh, barista, there's something floating in my drink. No, 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 that's a thin shaving of pork. That's meant to be there. <laughs> oh, my God. Starbucks describes the flavor Ew. as interesting and unexpected. Would you try it? Unexpected. Uh, no. I don't know. I'd leave that for the Bradley and Dawn show, personally. They're always testing out new stuff. That's true. Mike, maybe you can get that shipped in, and then your next Timu order, just add the DoorDash to it from China. It's Temu. Temu. Oh, I thought it was Timu. Timu, Temu. Timu, Timu. DJ Rock Lobster is here. He's plugging in. He's got headphones and everything. Hey, buddy. So, uh, Rocco, now, Rocco sent us audio. Here's a 15-second backstory. We randomly did the uh, bunch of TV jingles the other day. Limu Emu came to mind. Donna did this melody. Limu Emu. Yeah. I thought it was Limu Emu. Or Limu Emu. High, low, low, high, or high, low, high, low. Donna was going high, low, different high, low. Then people were saying, no, there's harmony baked in there. Cat Perkins was coming to your defense. Mm-hmm. We kept playing the jingle, trying to hear it. Mike, do we have the original jingle as well? The- so he- last night, I'm sitting in my in the living room, and I pulled this up to my ear. That jingle. Yep. And I want to say, mm. Donna's right. Mm. I don't want to say Donna's right, Rocco. I want to say that I do hear the harmony line. In the back that you are singing. I also maintain that I think singing that as though it is the melody is incorrect. 
fine. But I hear it back there. Play it one more time. It's way back there. And Doug. I hear it. Rocco then sends through a video of it being sung a cappella. Rocco, tell us about your Google search last night. Why'd you stumble on this? Let's see. I think I was had ESPN on last night and the Liberty Mutual commercial came on. Of course, this segment brought to you by the, the canopy, canopy group. group. Just the canopy group. Don't let an emu do your taxes or your uh or your insurance. insurance. Yeah. Uh and I heard the guy, you know, like the whole premise of the spot is like, hey, this handsome guy's taking over for Doug. And and then I heard the handsome guy sing it uh, like a cappella, and I'm like, there it is. And then so I'm like, Donna's right, Cat Perkins is right. But I think I'm no, right. because this is fake Doug who's singing it. Here's what it sounds like. Limu Bibu <laughs> and me. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fake. No. He's a fake, so that's why he wouldn't get it right. Let's hear it again. Limu Bibu and me. <laughs> Limu Emu. Limu Emu. Why don't we just agree to disagree? Okay, how about just to bed? Yesterday when we tried to harmonize as a foursome, it didn't really go very well. What if we just did like two in group in like duets? Me okay, and me and you. Yeah. So you're gonna do your part. I think so. <coughs> okay. <laughs> right. Lee, that's our starter. He. Okay. Limu. Limu. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Hang on. Here we go. A one, <laughs> two, three. Limu Emu. Now play the real. Sorry, Cat Perkins. The real and, and humanity. Oh, they're higher. Limu emu. But there is, I do hear the emu in the background of those vocals. How many listeners do you think we've lost in the past five minutes? I'm just most concerned if I lost a client. I know. I've been partnered with the Canopy Group, who doesn't just make you look at an emu and get your insurance. No, they, they give you 16 different companies. They fight out for your business. They've got a team of 50 specialists. You're not just dealing with Doug. I bet they got a Doug. They probably got a Carol, a Mike. All sorts of names from their team. Go to thecanopygroup.com. I, mean, I, think Steve's, I think Steve's melody is in there somewhere, but that, I feel like the one that is loudest and clearest Goes is up. the one that Donna likes. That may be an ear thing for you guys. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Because Mike and I are super young. The only voice, or the, the most prominent voice I hear, I feel like it's three notes that are almost the same, and then it goes up. Limu, uh, emu. Like, I'm the exact mm. same way as Steve. That's da, what I'm da, hearing. Da, right here, listen to this. Like, I don't think I it goes that. up on the E. I think it stays the same throughout. Can I hear it again? Am I hearing the <laughs> notes? Or am I hearing the person sing or the music? Hear it one more time. I really think this goes to my point of when you reach a certain age, you hear things Different a certain way. Yes. You might be right, because you guys are both in the same decade. Yeah, we are. Mike and I <laughs> are both uh, gen uh, or millennials. Yep, yep. Maybe that's it. The that boomers fun. versus millennials. I think you need like an audiologist to, to, to really us. get the show interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so far, audiologist and a podiatrist is who we've suggested. <laughs> yeah. Rocco, get your butt doctor okay, guy well, on the phone too. We'll have a night. round table. Okay. All right, we're gonna play a game next. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. And don't forget, use the Canopy Group for your insurance. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. I'm always uh, delighted when I hear people come up to me and say, Rocco, all those things you say about Crescent Tide and their team over there, you're so right. This week it was Katie Canine. She came in to record something with me and she said, yes, I uh, had to use the services of Crescent Tide a few years back. And they were just the nicest people and so, so inexpensive, simple customizable cremations start at just a thousand dollars 
And uh, when I say customizable, that means you can add things like a visitation or get a fancier urn, stuff like that. But they're not going to try to trick you into anything because they're good people over there. They're straightforward. They're kind. Uh, and they know all the things to look after. You know, when, when a death in the family occurs, you know, maybe you don't know uh, what to do. Lisa and Verlin and their team will get you through that process. Uh, check them out today. Look at those Google reviews because they're really great. Crescenttide.com. My talk keyword, cremation. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And it is just about that time where we shall play. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. So far, it's been Donna leading the way in 2024. That continued yesterday with uh, a little help. And uh, with it, it, she sits now 19 to 16. That is our score. Ooh. 19 to 16. <laughs> and today, we're going to be talking about some music and some movies mixed together. Oh. Because on this date, uh, back in the early 80s, uh, Dolly Parton hit number one on the charts for the very first time with 9 to 5. Wow. And today, for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, we're going to be chatting about movies with songs that hit number one on the charts. Oh, Very good fun. Ones. Love this. So that's what we're talking about today. And we've got our buddy D from Buffalo to play along. D. Hi, D. Hi, D. Hi, Donna. Suck it, Steve. There we go. There she is. <laughs> Miss you. Love you. Uh, what's going on in, uh, in, in Buffalo today? Oh, same old, mm, different day. I'm actually headed to a pickleball clinic right now. Are you I really? Yeah, I'm going to practice a little bit. I play a lot, but, you know, you got to practice some of those shots or you're never going to get any better. <laughs> I honestly don't remember how to play. Yes, you do. Something it's like about, bike, girl. yeah, like a <laughs> ball has to balance on each side. And I have to go today, and I am getting a special, like, PT massage done on my elbow because I have tennis elbow from three days yes, of pickleball. I believe it. I believe it. Because you start to hit it. you. You hit it too hard thinking you have to, and you really don't. Yes, and I was trying to do a bunch of those slam shots, too. I was over-gripping the racket, and, man, it just, like, lit me up. So, yeah, we're we're a shell of our our second-place selves from back then, I can tell you that much. (laughs) I wish you guys would do that again. That was so fun. That was so fun. We did have a good time doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, Our topic today is movies and music, songs from a movie that hit number one, would you like to team up with me, D, or Donna? Are you kidding that you just asked? I just me wanted to ask it. It felt fun. Yep, yep. Right. Bye. 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 All right, D, you're going to go on hold as Steve works his way out of the studio again. We're talking about movie songs that charted number one. Okay. Are you ready to give this a whirl? Yes. All righty, then let's do it. College of Pop Culture Knowledge, Donna trying to get to 20 wins Yeah. in this early season and even pull further away from Steve. Let's see if she can do it. And again, if D, if uh, you need to help, hang on and uh, we'll come back to you if needed. Here we go. Okay. This song hit number one in 1987, and it shares its name with the biographical movie that tells the story of rock and roller Richie Valens. La Bomba, <clears throat> excuse me, La Bomba. This band sang the love theme, Take My Breath Away, from Top Gun. Despite their name, they actually formed in L.A. Berlin. 
Pharrell Williams' Happy was the single most financially successful song of 2014, but most forget it was written for this animated sequel from Illumination Studios. Oh, shoot. The song Happy was written for which animated sequel? Was it Happy Feet? Was it Because I'm Happy? I think it's the one with the penguins. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to say happy feet. All righty. We'll bring D up. D, you heard her answers. How did you feel like she did? I'm going to say check, check, and check. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm not really sure about that third one, but that's a... Uh, I was going with that, too, thinking it, unless there's another one like that with the emperor or something like that, but that's the emperor's new groove, so I'm sure that's not it. We'll just leave it. I think okay. penguins... I was thinking penguins, too. All right, sounds good. We're going to put you on hold, D, and we'll bring Steve back in. All right. Hey, man. How's it going? Hey, it is going well. (laughs) How how is it going for you? Good? It's I heard clapping. You did? Yeah, and like girl noises. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'm I'm guessing you went three for three. I don't know. I'm uncertain about one. Okay. Okay. All right, let's run through these, Steve, and see how you do. We'll, again, remind you the category for today. We're talking about uh, songs that hit number one from movies. Okay. All right, celebrating when Dolly hit the charts at number one for the first time for 9 to 5 many years ago. Let's get it started here with this one. This song hit number one in 1987, and it shares its name with the biographical movie that tells the story of rock and roller Richie Valens. Uh, this band sang the love theme, Take My Breath Away, from Top Gun. Despite their name, they were formed in L.A. Foreigner? Pharrell Williams' Happy was the single most financially successful song of 2014, but most forget it was written for this animated sequel from Illumination Studios. Uh, Despicable Me 2. I'm going to change Foreigner to Chicago. Okay. And this song hit number one in uh, 87. It was uh, from the biographical Chicago. movie that tells the story of rock and roller Richie Valens. Under the boardwalk. <laughs> All right, let's run through these answers here. Everything's dumb. <laughs> let's start with the first one. This song hit number one in 1987. It shares its name with the biographical movie that tells the story of rock and roller Richie Valens. La Bamba is the correct mm. answer for that one. Dang it. Donna knew that one. Mm. Like the la 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 bamba. That's it. Mm-hmm. He did that song? Mm-hmm. Los Lobos did the uh, most popular version of that. That was uh, from the movie. But yeah, the story was of oh. Frankie Valley. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, not Frankie Valley, Richie Valens. Richie Valens yeah. uh, so there you go. That was uh, the answer to number one. Donna was able to get that one right. Let's jump yeah! to number three. Pharrell Williams' Happy was the single most financially successful song of 2014. But most forget it was written for this animated sequel from Illumination Studios. Donna and Dee came up with Happy Feet. Steve came up with Despicable Me 2. The correct answer, Despicable Me 2. Nicely done. Wow. That was impressive. All right. Boy, I hate that song. (laughs) Oh, you do? I hate it. Oh. I know. It's it's cute if you're a kid. Yeah. Did you get this next one? Let's go to the second one. This band sang the love theme, Take My Breath Away, from Top Gun. Yeah, I did. Despite the name, they were actually formed in L.A. Steve uh, originally said foreigner, change it to Chicago. The band heard here is indeed Berlin. Donna is the winner. 
Donna yeah. and Dee, of course, victorious today. Yeah. Hang it. Woo-hoo. My girl. Well, it's starting to feel like when D yells "Suck it, Steve," it's cathartic for her, right? Like it's healing on some level. Yep. You know what? I just love saying that. I'm sorry. I love you, but I just love saying that more. Hey, and come to Buffalo and play that pop up game show. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw your note on Instagram about that. Yeah. All right. Maybe someday we'll head out to Buffalo. Oh, that's a cute idea. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. 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 Have a great day. I don't need a t-shirt. I've got two. You guys keep it. I just love playing. All right. Oh, we love thanks, you, D. Love you, D. Love you. Yay. Thanks for listening. Ladies we got the new D back at uh, Project Down and Dirty Pickleball. Her poor husband sat, had to sit there with her and endure oh, yeah. all of that. I think there are quite a few husband prisoners who come to my talk events. <laughs> and that's okay. They like us under uh, their breath, you know? Yeah, totally. Put a little truth serum in them. Exactly. Huh. Then we're just like, hey, you know, we know the guys, some of the guys from Garage Logic. And they're like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, then All their right. ears Now you got street cred. All right. Um, Mike? Tiebreaker for fun? Yeah. Yes. All right. By the way, 2016 is now the score. Four point lead for Donna. Yes. Let's go with this one. Again, you know how tiebreakers work. Yell at the answer when you think you know it. Again, this is just for fun. Up for three Oscars this year, this actor, who is still looking for his first Oscar, won a Grammy along with his co star for a song. Steve. Yes. Ryan Gosling? It is not Ryan Gosling, no. Oh, I thought it was a La La Land. For a song that topped the charts in 2018 from the movie A Star is Born. Oh, Donna. Yeah. Uh, shallow? Bradley Cooper. Oh, Bradley Cooper, yes. Yeah, Bradley Cooper, Cooper, the correct Bradley answer. Bradley Cooper, 2017. Hey, he's up for three Oscars this year because uh, he... Did Maestro, but uh, oh, yeah. best actor, director, and best picture, but still is yet to win an Oscar. That's surprising. Even though Shallow did win an Oscar, but it was Lady Gaga who wrote it. One, right. Okay. Yeah, he's been nominated 12 times. Wow. He's yet wow. to win. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Uh, what was that movie he was in with Jennifer? Silver Linings L- Yes. I thought he won for that. He did not. Mm. She did. Oh, she did? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Burn. Right? Yeah, that's one way of looking at it. Dang. All right, good game. Good game. Um, hey, let me give a quick shout out. All right. Uh to Chef Brian Ingram. Okay. For for doing some cool stuff. So, of course, in the news as everyone knows, uh was the tragedy that happened in Burnsville this past weekend yes. as two police officers uh, and an EMT lost their lives after responding to a domestic call in Burnsville. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was police officer Paul Elmstrand, um, firefighter paramedic Adam Finseth, and officer Matthew Rouge. So these these men lost their lives while trying to uh, respond to this domestic call. And mm-hmm. it's just such a tragedy. And it's obviously taking the attention of Minnesota uh, as people try to focus on honoring them and loving and supporting their families. And... Chef Brian Ingram did something pretty cool where he basically said um, they have a Hope breakfast bar in Egan. Okay, so they have a Hope in Egan. Okay. And they have a few different locations. One is in St. Louis Park where um, we've been before during Project Down to I ran over there, got some breakfast sandwiches, great stuff. Point is, he'll often rally his restaurants to try to do good when needed. So the other day, he said, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're, we're going to do 100% of the money that comes in to Hope Egan yesterday 
is going to go to the families. Nice. That's great. And so they ended up uh, raising, I think, about $24,000. Wow. Well above the amount that they would ever have made on a Tuesday. Right. For any other reason. Um, In addition to that, uh, they say their hope is to continue to honor our first responders each and every day. They choose to get out of bed and run into harm's way for all of us. They risk it every single day. Let's show them all the love that we can, um, and let's teach our children how blessed we are to have servants that choose to protect us every day. But I thought it was really cool where That's he said, really not nice. like a portion of it, but it was he provided a way for the community to find a place to rally. Right. And so it's like, come here, get good food, connect with each other in this community in the South, uh, South Metro in yes. Egan, and then all of the money can go there. And then I think they were doing a thing today where they're handing out hot meals, um, at five o'clock today, let me see if I can get this real quick. I believe, yeah. Oh, um, let's see here. Uh, yesterday, they were at Burnsville City Hall last night at five p.m. handing out food, offering prayer and love to first responders. So, That's Chef great. Brian Ingram, he's got a bunch of different spots, um, but follow him on social, Chef Brian Ingram. Pretty easy to follow, but a solid dude who tries to find ways where he can support when there's a need. That's so it's a nice. guy like putting his. His time, talent, and treasure toward a good cause. Yep, so so yep. good on him Yay. as we continue to uh, to think about the families who are going through such a tragic time right now. Yeah. And I believe there's a GoFundMe as well that you'll find on Facebook. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, anyway, that's really nice. That's yeah. great. So shining the light on someone in our community, stepping up as there's in the midst of such tragedy. Yeah. Um, all right. With that, we will take... A break. When we come back, we'll get back to our normally scheduled uh, shenanigans, which include, we could do one of two things. Some iPhone lies that you might be buying into that you shouldn't, mm-hmm. or movies so bad they're good. That one. That one. That's what we'll do. We'll <laughs> okay. do it next. When we come back, Donna and Steve on my talk. Hi. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Donna and Steve at your service on my talk 1071. What's the matter? I kind of wanted to do the other story, but I think (laughs) we're going to be able to fit both of them in. All right, let's let's, let's do it. There are a list of movies that are so bad, they're great, question mark. Here they are in no particular order, okay? So if you feel like, I don't want to do the Academy Awards primer, I don't want to watch these movies and pretend I'm a film buff for three weeks a year, give me the opposite. Give me movies that have just been panned, but maybe they're so bad that they become entertaining. Okay. Mac and Me from 1988. I don't think so. Do you remember that movie? No. Every time that, <laughs> I don't know why I said I don't think so. Every time that Paul Rudd goes on Conan O'Brien, <laughs> he always teases a project that he's working on. And says he is a clip. And it's always this scene of this alien, this young extraterrestrial, who has been separated from its family and is stranded on Earth, develops a friendship with a boy in a wheelchair. And is it, does Mac go over in the wheelchair? No, no, the, the kid, boy does. The boy does, yeah. He goes off of a cliff in a wheelchair, Donna. What? And so every time that Paul Rudd terrible. goes on, here, Donna, come over to my computer. No, wait. This is gonna be good. Watch the clip. <laughs> yeah, just watch the clip. We don't even need audio. But imagine this: every time, um, and here, Mike, I'm gonna give yeah. you this right down there, and that way you can play it, 
And then uh, and then Donna will watch it at the same time. But everybody can listen along. All right, ready? Here we go. Let's do it. That's something. Oh, my God, that poor little girl. Yeah. I don't know if Eric dies or not. I've never seen Mac and me. I can't believe I haven't seen it. He's still swimming. He's still fighting for his life. He's still going. (laughs) She's yelling, swim, Eric. Swim to the side, Eric. And the little alien is waiting for him. (laughs) Mom, mom. He's yelling, mom. Oh, no. I want to see that now. But again, it's so great because every time Paul Ruddick waxes poetic about, yeah, I was working with Jennifer Aniston and blah, blah, blah. We're really excited. I brought a clip and then it's that one always. I did not know that. That's a great yeah, bit. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the some alien other... saves him. Spoiler alert. Really? The alien jumps in and pushes oh, the wheelchair in? out. Yeah. Oh, I got to go a little further along. Oh, my gosh. He did just jump in his little alien body. Go to 55 seconds. Here he comes from the water. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I should watch this with my kids. Oh my goodness, he said he does save him. Wow. Anyway, that's one of the worst movies that you could see so bad it's good. Also, The Room from 2003. Yeah, with what's her name? Brie Larson? No. No, that's oh. a different one. Oh. More recent. Oh. I do feel like that one was called The Room too. It was. As well, I should say. How huh. about Cats from 2019? Never saw it. The CGI gone wrong. Nobody nobody was feeling good about that. Wasn't your girlfriend Taylor Swift in that? Uh-huh. And your boyfriend James Corden. Brie Larson was just Room. room. Oh, Room. And she okay. actually won an Oscar for that one, too. It was good. She? Yeah. Yeah. Troll 2 came out in 1990. I think Jennifer Aniston was actually in Troll 2. I think. I think there's a there's a Jen Aniston movie that she was in that is Leprechaun. Leprechaun, yeah. That is critically yeah. panned. <laughs> the Happening from 2008. That's an M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie. Okay. Um. And then Fateful Findings from 2013. Okay, I'm bored with that story. Let me move us all to this. Okay. The iPhone people said if you get your phone wet, you should actually not put it in rice. They say mixing. Uh, putting it in ice, which we've all heard helps to dehydrate the phone Mm -hmm. in a sense. So you drop your phone into the pool. It will leave it in a bag with rice, but they say, no, don't do that. They're more sophisticated than they used to be. And some can handle certain levels of water. A. Okay. They now have a liquid detection warning that tells you if your USB-C port gets wet. And there are things that you can do. You can dry the phone with a cloth and then tap the phone gently to drain the water from the ports and then leave the phone in a dry area with some airflow and avoid putting cables inside until it is completely dry. I wonder if a hair dryer. They would say work. not to use okay. that. I've gone on YouTube before to try to solve this problem. They say not to use that. I think it like pushes the water up higher oh. into the phone. So instead you just want the port down. Okay. And then lean it against something and let gravity do it. And then just walk away from it. Okay. It's gonna take some time. But they say don't insert a foreign object such as a cotton swab or a paper towel into the connector and don't put your phone in a bag of rice. It could allow small particles of rice to damage your iPhone. Okay. I also saw that Apple said running apps in the background. I'm going to sneeze and I'm, I'm having a moment here. I don't know if I should continue bravely or abandon. Bravely. Oh, God. <laughs> it passed. Oh. Here's what I heard. 
running your apps in the background of your iPhone does not drain your battery. Say that again. I will. And this time, do me a favor and listen. All right. Closing your phone's background apps does nothing to conserve battery life. In fact, closing them may use more battery than leaving them open. No. And Apple recommends you only close an app if it's unresponsive. This goes to what my mother used to say. Don't turn the kitchen light on and off. Just leave it on. It takes more energy Mm. to power it down and then power it up. Is that true? I don't know. All right. But some people say it's the act of turning things on that requires the biggest. In fact, they I, I've read that uh, one way to elongate the life of your HVAC is to leave the fan on, always running. Yes. So that it doesn't power down and power up. Got it. Though it may impact your energy bill more because you are constantly running it. But it's not going on and off as much. Miguel. Although that might be true with iPhones, it is a myth when it comes to your kitchen lights. Is that It right? does not take more energy to turn lights on and off. It's better to shut them off and turn them back on when you need them, not mm. to leave them on constantly. Now, what is my mother supposed to do if she's listening to this right now? Well. Because now it's kind of like a much of her parenting life was a lie. Because that was one that she drilled into us. Well, they're know. just trying to get you to do what they want. Much of parenting <laughs> is uh, play for control. That is true. Right. You know, last night. I said to my kids, I said, you know, when we moved into this house, I started doing the age thing. I was like, you know, Adeline, you were only nine. Aww. And I did this whole thing. And I and they were like, wow, that's crazy. I said, does it feel like we've lived here for over four years? They're like, no. And I said, guys, this is why we need to make the most of our time that we have together. Aww. And my son turned to me and he said, you especially, because you're older than us. And your your time is shorter than ours. That's right. Wow. wow, that's beautiful. Butterfly No, it wasn't beautiful. He ruined the moment. He oh, made me feel like sorry. I was going to die soon. Well, that's how you're making all of us feel every day. What do you want me to do? Huh? Huh? <laughs> it is moving so bleeping fast. Well, yeah, I feel like every year that goes by is like three years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Man. I've been here for nine years. <laughs> Dude, I do declare. Where's the mama Fetch me some mama love. <laughs> and I rest in the courtyard. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, oh, there's a really bizarre thing about Jay Leno and the women he's attracted to. I know that sounds like an out-of-left-field headline, but it's kind of weird. We'll tell you about it now. 